Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I'm Chrissy's Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. We are going to throw a curveball. Our guest who is going to be at the bottom of the hour is now going to be now. He works for the MLB Network and is a Fox Sports Radio MLB insider. You've heard him here before. Does a terrific job covering baseball. Our man, John Morosi. John, how are you? Just happening, John. Rob, good evening, my friends. Uh, Joining a little early because... There are some developments right now in the CBA talks, and uh, as you both know, I am typically an optimist, but there are actually legitimate reasons for optimism on this night. So uh, let's see if if we keep going into the evening. The sides are still talking. They've had, uh, by d- multiple reports, about a half dozen different conversations during the day, so let's hope we're getting baseball back. And before I forget, my friends, I have to compliment the great Rob Parker on what a great addition he was to our Baseball Hall of Fame coverage there. Great work, my friend. I love being on the same show with you uh, that night. John, you started off hot. I don't know. You Uh, fizzled right there at the end. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Hey, 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 John, I was honored. What a great show it was with all the baseball people. You know, everybody on the set and the, the, the big day for baseball. That was a lot of fun for me as well. So I appreciate those kind words. For real, John, you know that. Uh, no, it was a lot of fun, Rob. And let's hope, my friends, that this is another good day for baseball because that was a, a special day to talk about the Hall of Fame in January. But now it's time in so many ways to pivot forward to what's, what's next. And we're in the last day of February. This, of course, is the deadline that MLB has set uh, to begin the regular season on time on March the 31st. And, and one thing that's come out is that in the last hour or two, MLB, according to multiple reports, has moved closer in the direction of the players uh, on some key issues uh, and from a financial perspective. So it's not, again, not a done deal, but they are still talking. I think the key thing is that they've increased the, the, the bonus pool. They've increased the minimum salary, both in the direction of what the players want. So if we see continued movement along those lines, guys, I really think, if not tonight before midnight Eastern, that they'll keep talking, they'll keep things moving forward. We might have a deal potentially by sometime tomorrow if things continue on this mm. trajectory. And, 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 John, I said this to Chris, or didn't I, Chris, earlier today, uh, earlier in the show, is that if there was nothing there, John, they would have pulled the plug hours ago right. and said, we can't get a deal done. And that's why I was optimistic that there could be because they're still talking. And they also know how important this is to the game. You don't want to uh, miss regular season games. It'll turn fans off. And, John, in the history of these labor disputes, we've never missed a game when it's been a lockout. We've missed games during strikes, but we've never missed 
a game during a lockout, and this would be different in uncharted waters if we did. Uh, it's a great point, and I, I really believe when you consider where, where the dynamics are, I think today certainly, including, by the way, uh, not to forget about the other news of the day, but Derek Jeter leaving the Marlins, and uh, certainly some of his frustrations with where things were headed there. This really has the feel of a significant day in the history of the national pastime because uh, I, I was just sensing it the last few days, more people asking me, John, when's spring training going to start? What's going on? Uh, baseball is not the number one sport in our country. We know that. Football still has that at place where it is the, the number one talking sport all year long. But baseball still has a place at the table. And if baseball were to give up that place at the table and not be there on the, the first day of the regular season that, that's scheduled on March the 31st, and, and Joel Sherman made this point as well. Think about this. We're about to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson's debut wow. in, in April. And Joel made this point. It was a great point. Could we possibly fathom what that occasion would be like if there were no games because there was a work stoppage? We just mm. we can't allow that to happen. That can't, can't happen. So uh, there, for so many reasons, there's pressure all around, and, and I, I hope it's the good kind of pressure that helps everybody realize, listen, there are more things at stake here. For, for us to grow the sport, we've got to play, and, and we, have, we, we have an obligation to the fans to get this game back on the field, and I believe that that is why they are still talking here beyond 9 p.m. Eastern time in Florida. John, before you go, you mentioned Jeter, and did, did any of his leaving – have anything to do with him kind of seeing and not liking the way the owners do business or things or, or what? Or is it just Miami and how they do how their they business? How they do business, <laughs> Well, I, I think that those are both good points. I, I do think the Marlins have struggled, as we know, to draw for a long time. And I, I do think, to Chris's point, that let's put it this way. It would not surprise all of us from having watched Derek over the course of his career how committed he is to winning that if he felt there was not enough of a commitment being made to win and, and that not the full force of that organization was behind winning, and yes, that, in, that includes spending money to win, that he didn't want to align with those values. I mean, Derek Jeter, let's remember, played in two decades five games after the Yankees were ever eliminated from, the, from playoff contention. Which five. is incredible. That, yeah, that's which is, which is 20 years, Chris. Right. It's 20 years, okay? Absolutely. And so he, just by his own makeup, has never shown up to a stadium saying, my gosh, we have no chance to win this game. Right. And so I, I think that when you look at that division, you've got the reigning World Series champs in the same division in Atlanta. And, and Justin Turner made this point on Twitter today that if, if you think that he's going to walk away from one of the best young pitching staffs in the game, a team that made the playoffs two seasons ago, uh, there has to be a pretty compelling reason for that. And, and, and Justin Turner's interpretation and the same interpretation of many others is that perhaps it was him detecting not the same level of commitment to winning and competing from ownership in, in Miami that he himself has always held in, in his own heart and that's driven him to a Hall of Fame career. Hey, one more last thing here, John. Uh, what do you see Jeter doing going forward? Like, I couldn't see him managing. Is, is he a TV guy? I, I mean, I know Derek for those 20 years. And, you know, he's thoughtful and, and you know, not a bolsterous uh, uh, kind of a 
personality, but he's thoughtful and knows the game. Could TV be his next thing, or would he try to buy enough, be involved in another team as a president or GM? Where do you see him going from here? You know, that's a great question, Rob. I, I think this, and again, I, I've certainly spoken with Derek over the years. I, I can't profess to say that I'm close to him enough to know what he's going to do here. Right. But I, I do think this, that, that TV, could he be great at it? Sure, he could. But I also think he has talked a lot about his, his passion in, in building and owning, and, and maybe, he, maybe he does more with the, with the Players Alliance and his, and his media company. I, I think he, he really enjoys that CEO role. I just think that this was not the right time and, and frankly, the right organization based on the way he was orienting his own expectations for him to spend that time. And let's not forget, he's got a young family. And I think if Derek is going to take time away from his children and put his whole self into something, it has to align with his values. And I think it just got to the point where he probably looked at it and said, wait a minute, I'm already in the Hall of Fame. He's already got more money than he knows what to do with. And he's got a wonderful young family at home. I think for him, he's going to want to spend his time with his family unless something is really perfect for him to get involved in. So I think for him, I would be much more likely to expect another type of CEO presidency of a club, ownership of a club type role in a different place, maybe at a different time. And in the meantime, uh, obviously he's got Players Alliance and, and his family to focus on, uh, and Derek is plenty busy. Certainly he'll be going to Cooperstown every summer from now till forever, <laughs> which will be a great wow. place to see him. That's no our man John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. We'll be following him on Twitter for the latest updates. You do yes. the same, J-O-N. Morosi, M-O-R-O-S-I. That's on Twitter. John, thanks a lot. Thank we you, appreciate man. it. Thank you for Listen the update. Rob, my pleasure, my friends. And thanks, as always, for the conversation. Look forward to the next one. All right, brother. Peace. Would the Lakers be better off without LeBron? We'll get into that next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. All right, it's the Odd Couple. We're brought to you by AutoZone. They've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Now, with over 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. All right, Rob, uh, we talked about it a tad earlier in the show, but Shaquille O'Neal weighed in on all the trade LeBron talk with the Lakers, and here's what he said. If you trade LeBron, you'll never win again. You have to, you know, make a decision. If you put LeBron around the the right guys, he's definitely going to win. So, you know, I think whoever put that team together needs to step up and and try to fix it. Rob, I – uh, go ahead, because I know you you feel strongly about this. No, I just I, I think you know to say that they'll never win again if they trade LeBron is ridiculous. I mean, a lot of great players have been traded, franchises move on. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but it ain't automatic that you're going to win with LeBron either at this point, Chris, because he he doesn't uh, dictate winning like he used to. And I'm and obviously if you have Anthony Davis and some other pieces. Did you have a shot? And and eventually, uh, a year from now, we don't know where LeBron will be. 
uh, and he's been injured a lot of late. Three of the last four years, he's had an injury. So there's a lot of things going on. I I, I get it. And then Shaq and like, well, whoever put this team together, what is it? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think he was just being out of respect for LeBron. To say that they would never win again is, is a reach. That's all. No, it, it's not a reach. It's ridiculous. If indeed he's saying there'll be some he type of curse. said that they'll never win. That's well, what he, like. and, and, but I don't know. I mean, and I don't know. I, but I'm saying I, I don't think it's – I think it's possible, let me put it this way, that what Shaq meant was that – like, if you trade LeBron, you're not going to be winning with this group of players. Like, you know, like like that. I don't know that he meant it forever. I think he might have meant it, it came in kind of these Chris. next few years. Well, but if you listen to the context of what he said, play it again, Rob G, because that's what made me start thinking about it. Listen to the whole he context said, said, of what he says. Go ahead and play the, play the quote. If you trade LeBron, you'll never win again. You have to, you know, make a decision. If you put LeBron around the, the right guys, he's definitely going to win. So, you know, I think whoever put that team together needs to step up and, and try to fix it. Right. So the use of the word never, I, I'm not saying I'm right, Rob. I'm just saying use of the word never clearly would seem to think he's saying there will be some type of curse on the Lakers, which is ridiculous. Right, right. Be. To say that they'll but, never win. He but if you say, listen, you, but you if you listen win. to the whole quote, He's saying because if you put the right players around LeBron, then you'll be all right. So whoever put this team together, they got to go get the right. Like, he's talking in present day or next season. So that's what made me wonder, okay, is Shaq just saying, you know, if you trade LeBron, you're going downhill and you're not going to be playing for championships for a while? Or is he saying – You'll never win again, which I, there's no way Shaq's saying that, Rob. I, they, I think they saying, went after Shaq. They went after Kobe. Right, they went after Magic, saying, Kareem, right. so on and so forth. So I don't think he means forever. Well, because it sounded like like you can't trade one of the greatest players ever and it, it, you'll forever be haunted by it. That I mean, to say you'll never – he didn't say you won't win – you know, with the rest of the players, no matter who you get back over, you know what I mean? Like, it no, was a I hear very, you. It was but you, very you understand where I'm coming no, I, from, too. I agree. Because I, yeah, I it doesn't make any, any sense. Saying that. It yeah, doesn't that, make any yeah. sense because you just said it. All these great players have come and gone from the Lakers. They still win. You still win. Yeah, yeah. There's I, I, I can't get with that. Um, again, I don't think they should trade LeBron. But it's hard to believe Shaq would say that. And, and the bottom line is it's just not true. They'll rebuild. And, and speaking of that, Rob, uh, you sent myself and Rob G this. I, I don't know if it just came out a little earlier. You saw it. Yeah. But a guy you're not a huge fan of, and you say that, Dave Portnoy yeah, uh, of Bar School. I'm just saying, right. Uh, he posted this. I want to get your thoughts, and then I'll share mine. He's posted this. LeBron is an eater of worlds. He goes – takes all of your resources, takes everything you have, and he's going to leave the Lakers, just like he left every other franchise in total disarray and far worse than when he arrived. He is disgusting. Your thoughts, and then I'll share mine. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a a bit extreme. I do get where he's part of what he's saying and how franchises have to bounce back when he left Cleveland and Miami, so so I do get that part, that because the way you have to 
uh, Chris, work with LeBron because as the time is going on and you don't want to waste any of his years, it is about now and you're not about the future and you're not trying to build and wait, just like when he went back to Cleveland. If you remember the the letter he wrote, what was that, Sports Illustrated, Chris, when he was going back to yes. Cleveland? yes. And he didn't mention Wiggins in the letter. Do you remember that? Wiggins right. was still on the team and was just the first overall pick. Right. Or and and he wasn't even mentioned. That's because LeBron already knew that he was right. going to be traded. Him out of there. Kevin Love, right. right? You know what I mean? Like so. So that's what you get when you get in bed with LeBron. Is that it's about now, not not down the road. It's about production, not about potential. And that's what he wants, and that's what you have to deal with. So. You know what you're getting into, and you know if he gets you a championship, it's all worth it. And he's done that in the places he's done it. But if he doesn't, then you'd have to look at yourself and say, why did we go this route? But so far, he's been able to do it in all three right, places right. he's been. There is no if he doesn't. Because he doesn't doesn't. <laughs> he <laughs> does. He doesn't doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I went to PH 862 or whatever. PS. PS. No, no, yeah, PS. No, I totally disagree with Porno. And I get it, Rob. I get it that when LeBron gets there, everything changes. It's when now it's get the garbage out of here and bring me some dudes that can help me win. And if, if you can't do it, GM, you can get out of here too. I'm going to give you suggestions. I'm going to throw my weight around, but we're going to win. I'm tired of this revisionist history that, oh, LeBron just totally destroys your franchise and then you're left in a heap when he's gone. But what do you get when he's there? The Miami Heat have two championships that they would not have. They only got three in their yeah, history. But all they, those did, years, they did win all one years, already before right, it got there. They fine, win. one. And like, they started what, Rob? 90, 98, 99? Oh, I'm sorry, 88, 89. One of those game. years. I covered their first ever game. Okay, so it was around there, right? 88 yeah, or 89, yeah. one of those seasons. They, in their 20 years, 22 years before LeBron showed up, they had one championship. All those years of Pat Riley, the genius, the guru, and I like Riley. He's great, but he brought them one championship. They now have two in addition to those that one, so three total. Two of them that they would not have if it were not for LeBron James. Period. And I guarantee you Riley would do it all over again. If you said you're going to get him for four years, he's going to break your heart when you leave, when he leaves. But you're going to get two championships. And then furthermore, Rob, they made the playoffs for the next seven years. They've been back to the finals. Two years later, they were in the second round of the playoffs. So they weren't left. They weren't what they were because well, they lost was, LeBron. But well, they was, still were a very good team. He was, in, he was in Cleveland for 11 years, right? Well, hold on. You See, again, you're taking something I no, told you. And you're going with what? But it was, it was split up for eleven. What it was mean? split up. Are you the, the only one who can do math? No, but I. Yeah, oh. You're the first. You the first. I'm the first one you heard say that. Well, he's in eleven years. He gave him one championship. He was in. Uh, Jordan was in Boston or Chicago for eleven healthy years. He gave him six. But my, the point is, I, the reason I say 
when you throw it together in the context I'm talking about. Yeah, he was there seven years, then he left. Then he went back for four and got them their only championship in the city, baseball, football, basketball, in 52 years. And then, Rob, they're good again. That was only a few years ago that he left. Now they're, uh, you know, maybe a top four seed in the East. So I'm just, again, are they like, oh, my gosh, it's over. They're going to be terrible for the next two decades. No. And then the the Lakers got a lot of nerve because they were pedaling fast to nowhere before he got there. And they got another championship, banner number 17. So I just I, I say keep away, you know, miss me with all this, oh, LeBron leaves your franchise in rubble. He doesn't. He wins you a championship, at least one. And then when he leaves, yeah, it's tough. You lost the best player in the world, you know, at that point. But they can recover if they're well run. You you down off your soapbox? My God, you got knocked up over it. You all right? I know. I'm just saying because it's you know, it's ridiculous. It's just a, it's just wrong what this dude Portnoy t- tweeted. Well, I I think that people look at it when he made the last time he was in Cleveland, he traded a half the team, trying but to they win. Won. No, I, I, no, but after that, they didn't win that time. I'm talking about the last the last go round. They Cleveland. got to the finals four straight years. Yeah, I, I got they it. Won they, one. Yeah. they won one. Okay, they did. But I'm just saying, at the, after that, we'd have to look at where the franchise was. And you're right. When LeBron is off your team, that's a big piece. You know what I mean? So Where did the Bulls able- go after Jordan? Where did the Celtics go after Bird? I mean, think about it. When you lose a great play, heck, where did the Lakers go after Magic? Remember that? Remember the Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel years? Yeah, they were years. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we really look at it, how about Detroit after Isaiah, Rob? Like, it happens every... Now, I get it. LeBron is high maintenance. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's just a, a walk in the park with LeBron. Right. And, and it's nothing different from anybody else because yeah, it is Yeah, no, different. I get it. Okay. I get it. But my point is you do end up winning and... It, it is the same for every superstar that le- I mean, you know, for the most part, when Kobe, when LeBron, when Isaiah, when Magic, when Mac, Michael, Bert, like, if we look at the history of all those teams, Rob, they tend to go south for, for several years. So it's not just Lebr- when, it, when LeBron leaves. So it's interesting. We'll throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996. 6369, your turn to weigh in. Do you agree with Portnoy that LeBron wreaks havoc on franchises? And uh, apparently, uh, it seems like Robbie's saying it's not worth it. Or do you agree with me that this whole LeBron destroys your franchise is way overblown and flat out wrong? Your turn to weigh in, Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, if cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, wow, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Who's right about LeBron, me or David Portnoy? All right, let's kick it off with John in Houston. You're on The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I, what I up, love, John? I love your show. Thank, Thank you, buddy. You, I agree with, uh, with Pastor Broussard on this one. I Thank think you, LeBron man. gives immeasurable um, value to teams. And I, I have a parting question. Does Michael Jordan, or did Michael Jordan, have the same impact on the franchise as LeBron? And I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Uh, he clearly, Rob, he thinks LeBron's the goat. No, I get that. But he doesn't but, uh, know what he just asked. We just we just referenced it. This all to me. This this. I mean, there's a lot of reasons George's the goat. But one thing, Rob, you said it. You brought it up. The Cavaliers had LeBron for 11 healthy seasons. Yes, he had. They got one championship. Chicago had Jordan for 11 healthy seasons. They got six. There's a big. So you tell me who, tell you what type yep. of impact somebody has on a franchise. No doubt. And remember, Chris, prior to Michael Jordan, the Bulls were losers, Absolutely. lovable losers. Okay, yep. they couldn't they win. They were terrible. They terrible. were a horrible franchise. Yep. Albert in Riverside, California. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Albert? What's up, guys? How are you? What's up, man? Good. Good, good, man. Yep, I'm also I'm also with uh, Pastor Broussard on this. Yeah, like uh, LeBron, he doesn't ruin franchises, but. I don't when he leaves, but I think the Lakers are going to ruin themselves because there's so much drama with, with uh, Rob Polinka and his, his, uh, his lying and the Rambuses and Jeannie Buss. They cause so much, so much drama in the front office. Like It feels uh, like okay. a soap opera, Albert, right. yeah. i got to yeah. admit, doesn't it? And, and yes, look, it does. Like, I, I, like, you, like would be, you would be, Rob, you can't deny that LeBron brings drama. Yep. And he's high maintenance, right? And it's got to be tough on the front office because he wants everything and he's he's strong-minded and thinks he knows what's best for it. You know what I mean? Like, I get all that. But do you? he gives you championships, too. Yep. Let's go to Mark <laughs> in Sacramento. Our man Mark, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. How you doing, Mark? What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> what's, what's up, man? I think that was live from Alex. I know that was that live. One. That wasn't yeah. Memorex. That was live. Maybe <laughs> that's why. That's why I chuckled. I said, "Hey, that was a good one." <laughs> um, first of all, he's not. He doesn't destroy franchises because he left Miami, and and Pat Riley's the strongest will. Uh, uh, executive, there is. He he didn't let LeBron destroy that that team. Right. It, it's all in, it's all in how you handle what LeBron is asking, and you can't give him everything. I mean, you got to tell him no, and if you don't, he's just going to be like a kid. If you tell a kid yes, he's going to keep taking till you tell him no. Yep. And so, I, I, and do that you aspect, think, hey, hey, Mark, do you think that they did that here in putting together this team with you know the, a lot of older players and veterans? Do you think that Palenka didn't put his foot down on some stuff to say, dude? We can't do this. 
I think that's part of it. And I also think that a part of it is, is Palinka's inexperience as a GM. Remember, this is his first time. He's only done it, what, a year and a half, maybe two years? He was an agent, right. He right. was an agent. So I, I think there's some inexperience on how to go about making some of these kind of big-time deals, especially when your star is telling you this isn't working, we need to do something. If you don't have that experience and you don't have those connections other than Kobe, how do you how do you connect with other teams to make that quick deal when your star is saying make a change? So it's not as easy as it sounds sometimes. Okay, Mark, thank no, you, that's, buddy. That's a good call. Appreciate, Mark. Chris. We got one more. We want to squeeze yep. in. Charles in Milwaukee. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Chuck? Hey, uh, what up? Uh, what's cracking? How you? What up, bro? Hey, I'm telling you, I said LeBron got to take responsibility for this. He assembled it. I'm not saying I agree with uh, things being a hot mess when he leaves, but this team is on him. And he said up in his Twitter early in the year, keep talking. This is the Bye. team I said, keep talking. And now, what you doing, LeBron? So that's all. There you go, nah, he, he did say keep that same energy. You remember he, he that, Chris? That was his. He had to wear yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that, no doubt. Then that, that was because people were pushing back. Remember, there was a lot of people yep. who said this isn't going to work. But I will say this, Rob, and look, they they don't have a great record when AD's there either. Now, granted, he's in and out, but still. But if he if AD could stay healthy, and that's a big if these days, things would be certainly somewhat different. You know, I'm not saying they'd be at the top of the West, but the last time, and it was just less than a year ago, when LeBron and AD were healthy, they were up 2-1 on the Phoenix Suns. And AD goes down in game four. And the rest is history. Yeah, so only, uh, that's I, why I, I'm thinking, like, no, don't panic. It's a bad year. It's a horrible year. Yeah, yeah. And I, but and, it's and horrible I, I a lot that. in large part. In large part, not totally, but in large part because of injuries. And then you got to figure out something with Westbrook. But you got to get. You got to admit this too. That team played better defense, and there's a lot of older. No, that's what. Yeah, they team. didn't need to make a Westbrook right. move, right? right like, right. no doubt. No, you're right about that. No question. All right, um, 877-99 on Fox. We appreciate you guys weighing in. The Green Bay Packers just made a colossal mistake. We'll get into that next. I, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the I, a couple Chris and Rob wrapping up a Magic City Monday. And if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Rob, let's end it with an NFL story. And um, I got my thoughts on this. I want yours. The Green Bay Packers, we all know the situation with Aaron Rodgers, who has one year left on his deal, but the feeling is that if he wants out, he'll get out. And Devontae Adams, who's a free agent, or will be in a few weeks. Uh, The Packers left Rodgers and Adams off of their announcement of their international game in London. Okay, They, they, They pictured a few other Packers and all that, but not those two. They got, yeah, they got like four other Packers plus uh, Matt LaFleur on their IG post and not Rodgers or Adams. Uh, Your thoughts? 
Uh, we've we've seen this before with teams. We just saw it bef- with somebody recently. Who was the other team, Chris? We just yeah, I know. I I don't remember the team. Rob G. Hand, we just yeah, it just it just happened. And um, Zion Williamson. Zion, right? When they were about right season tickets, Chris to Zion, right? And he wasn't right. there, even though he's still under contract. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know you're trying to be politically correct from the standpoint of you're not promising somebody something you might not be able to deliver. Maybe that's the thought. But if they're under contract right now, especially Rodgers, who's under contract for another year, he should have been on there. If if Devontae's a free agent, I get that. And, and he's not technically yet, but you know what I mean, Chris? But he will be. Yeah. He will. That one I could see, okay? He's like, he's not for sure going to be here. Aaron Rodgers is under contract, so even if things change um, at the time of the advertisement, he was under contract, so that would be fair game, the same as Zion. So I think that it doesn't make any sense. I think it's dumb. Yeah, I I think it just creates issues where none needed to be created. Like, and, and I don't know, are there legal issues? Because you're right. I mean, you don't want to be false advertising, Chris, right? Chris, the only reason I say that, you remember the award shows uh, after a while. You might remember this. They used to say, like, all these people are going to be on these shows, right? And then there was some sort of legal thing, and CBS and NBC and ABC would put a disclaimer. Do you remember, Chris? They would say, uh... Uh, Beyonce scheduled to appear. Do you remember that? Right, 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 right. So just to watch, yeah. So you know, like stuff. you couldn't say they were going to be on the show. I watched the whole show, and Beyonce isn't on. Right, right. So they used to say scheduled to appear in case Beyonce cancels or something happens and somebody's not a part of it. So I don't know if there's a legal thing because it was done with Zion as well. But I get it. You made a story out of something that if you would have put his name or put his picture on, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. Um, but my the way I look at it is, look, right now, Aaron Rodgers is still part of your team. So you could have easily put him on. Right. And Especially then, Aaron Rodgers, definitely. And to be, to be honest, right now, Devontae Adams is part of your team. Because like you said, he's not a free agent but for a few weeks. I just think, look, if they get traded, we all know the situation with them. So if they get traded or, Rod, you know, Devontae signs elsewhere or whatever, people will understand they're gone now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think, but, but when you do it the way they've done it, it could make it look like you, you don't want them. And so I just think that it doesn't, it, it just creates a problem where there didn't need to be any, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, you know, does Rodgers I, – I, I think he's smart enough where he wouldn't be offended by this. But does he maybe get offended? Does, does Adams – is Adams like, yo, what? If, what? if that you know? offends you and it's the end of the world, you know what I mean, then – Things like that happen, and well, I and, hear you, but you, you know, know how I mean? like, dude. No, I know, get. I, I get it, I get it. If they ran, a, if they ran a, uh, say you were you were in contract negotiations, Chris, on a new contract, and they ran a thing for the odd couple, and they just had a picture of me, even though you were still under contract and your contract hadn't expired, right? When you feel a little weird, like. 
Where's it my would picture? be. It, I mean, I, right? that, I'm, that's interesting you brought it because I never really thought of that. But yeah, it Think would about be a that. little like yo. I mean, I could get over it, and if they were like, "Look, we weren't sure if you were going to be back, you right. know, whatever." Want to make sure? But yeah, you know, I wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but it would said, strike you like, initially, like, "Yo, what's up?" But with if that? they said, "Well, Rob signed, and you still haven't signed yet, and we're just, you know what I mean? We don't want to put out stuff. Not sure you're coming now, back. Now, that would if, make if, sense. If I saw you and Rob G in my place, uh oh, <laughs> then it would be a different. Because I know P. Rob, Rob G just G waiting. Show. Waiting for a bro- one of us to leave. <laughs> Rob G, is that true? Oh, 1,000%. No. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Yo, he's Rob. Try- he's trying to clog my arteries so that I'll be off the show. I was show, like, Rob, right? go ahead and go ahead and say that on air. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> Nobody's right, right, right. Get that joke off. Yeah, anyway. yeah, Rob, you can say that. You yeah, can get ahead, it. Trust me. Ahead. You can say right. that. We won't, we'll, you don't have to get dumped at all. It's going to be fine. Rob, so, all, so you have minute, to do, Rob, all you have to do is talk to Rob G about the Straight Fire podcast. <laughs> How much <laughs> fire it. he thinks he brings on that. And, oh, he's he's better than Skip so, and Stephen so, A and all so, that. So now I'm starting to think that in my ear at ESPN was Rob G saying, go ahead and say that about RG3. Was that you, Rob G? <laughs> that was me. That back in my intern days. <laughs> All right. It is the iCouple Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio, Sirius XM 83. Keep it locked right here. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon are next, and they bring fire. 